Welcome to another episode of Worldly Church Girl. It's your girl, your host, Lillian Harshaw. On today's show, I have a person who has found God doing what he always loved in a brand new way. He has a podcast called Beyond the Grid that explores to what he does in other religions as well. It gives me great privilege to introduce to you, Chris Al. So your story is a familiar one, but it's also a, has a different ending than most. And when I read your bio, you described yourself as being a charismatic Christian, and then you left your faith to become a materialistic atheist. And I'm not going to lie, when I first read that, I was like, wait, what? But <laughs> I... <laughs> yep. So you have to explain to me, what's that about? Yeah, well, you know, I grew up, I grew up in a fairly dogmatic environment where all of the rules were given to me, like all the answers were given to me. There was no questions. Everything was, it was just told, I was just told how it was. So eventually I, I, you know, I was even homeschooled. So I, I was like really in a bubble. So I was in this charismatic Christian bubble and, but uh, at, at some point, I I left home and I went to university and I started talking to other people and people kept asking questions that, you know, there wasn't really a good answer for within the Christian grid, within the Christian worldview. There, there was no logical answer for their questions. And so I had to question my faith and I did so. And I, I was like, you know, to be logically fair, I think a lot of the answers that you guys are giving me make sense. But I wasn't that smart as a kid. And I had only ever had the answers from the church. And so I was only an atheist for like three years or so. That what happened that changed you from a non-believer to a believer? Right. So I'm, I wouldn't say that I would... I would have returned to being a Christian. I would say that I've I've taken the essence of Christianity and I follow a deeper version of it to me. Like to me it feels like I now understand a lot of the words that Jesus was saying. I now understand a lot of the the heart behind his intentions and I think that a lot of the modern church has we kind of missed the picture on a lot of things that Jesus has said. And then I realized that God uses all of creation to communicate. He speaks through everything. And all of us on this earth, all God's children see him very differently. And so now when I say like, like I love the Christian teachings and I also love the Buddhist teachings and I also love quantum physics and I love all these things. And to me, all of them piece together to create this beautiful mosaic of, of God. I, I see where you're going and, and, and it's probably hard for a lot of people to get what you're saying, but I get it because I grew up in a very strict Pentecostal church as well. And so, um, and a, a lot of the rules in the church were man-made rules. They were not scripturally based. So until I read for myself and studied for myself and build a relationship with God for myself, I didn't understand God because you're, because you base everything on what you're taught and not what you experience. 
And those are two different things. Yeah. On your spiritual journey, what did you learn most about yourself? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a great question, Lillian. You know, I, I was grown up with this idea of relying on God and relying on Jesus for everything. This sort of Jesus take the wheel uh, story, this Jesus take the wheel way of living where I don't necessarily worry about my problems, but instead I just pray and then they go away is the idea. And so a lot of my journey has been balancing that where I've learned how to take my power back. I've learned how to be my my own savior to some extent. And I don't mean that in a in a really anti-religious way. I, I mean that as like a balancing truth. Like like on one hand, yeah, we need these uh, these special uh, people from God, like like Jesus. We need these very enlightened beings to come and help us and teach us and guide us. But at the other time, we got to actually do work. We got to walk the the journey of of uh, salvation. You could say in our own lives, we got to be putting this these teachings to work. And if I want something. I can't just pray for it. I can pray for it and act. I got to do both. And a lot of times I grew up with the teachings that I, you know, it's just like, like, oh my God, like this one, this one Christian comedian uh, called, uh, I think it's, oh man, Tim Hawkins or something. And he said, he said, uh, Jesus, turn these Cheetos into carrots on the way down. I don't want to live <laughs> like that. I don't want to live right. like it entirely relying on God and I'm not being smart and logical in my own actions and believing in my own power to just, you know, eat a carrot instead of a Cheeto. So that's a lot of, that's one of the major shifts for me. And I think a lot of people forget that. I mean, and that's in the Bible itself that he gives us wisdom. He gives us knowledge and he says faith without works is dead. So if you're not working, your faith, means nothing is that you need to do both. You got to have faith, but you got to work for that faith. And something my old pastor used to say, he used to crack me up. Well, actually my pastor now said it too. He was like, look, don't, you know, you can't go to the gas pump and just say, thank you, Jesus. And think your tank's going to get full. (laughs) That's not how that's going to work. You got to have, you got to have a job so you can get paid so you can buy your car so you can go to the gas station to put gas in it. And you can thank them then because your faith was able to for you to believe that you was going to get this job, but you had to apply for the job. That was your, your work. Yeah. So I, I, I see what you're saying. And, and I, and probably a lot of people don't get where you're coming from because of, Oh, old school thinking, if you will. Yeah. So what you're saying is, is exactly right. And a lot of people might think, you, you know, like, well, you don't need to, to leave the Christian faith to get that teaching. And I mean, you're totally right. You don't need to. For me, my path led me into atheism and then into sort of a, a, a non-religious spirituality. But, you know, you can totally get that same sort of freedom that I had through my journey without without needing to necessarily leave the Christian faith. And mm-hmm. the reason that I did choose to leave the Christian faith um is because it, I really felt God moving me to, but th- there's a, there's there's also specifically one part of Christianity that is emphasized in modern church, which is not emphasized by Jesus, which I find 
really discomforting for me and it sort of creates that division in me uh, in, ter in terms of with me and Christianity. And it, that is the belief that God is separate from us. And it's not part of Jesus's teaching. Like Jesus is always talking about how he's one with God and he does everything he sees his father doing. And I mean, we have a disconnect between us and our fathers now in a modern society. But in that time, you were your father, you were your family lineage. And there's that sense of oneness that that is spoken about constantly throughout the Bible that I really, I really love. And I really love to see myself as like a fractal piece of God, which is entirely God and entirely human at the same time in a paradoxical way. And I'm fully manifesting and creating the beautiful, abundant world around me, the kingdom of heaven on earth, you could say. Uh, and I'm doing that from a place of connection and intimacy with God and not from a place of like reading a book and doing what it tells me sort of thing, you know? So when did you realize your purpose? Wow, that's, that's, a, that's a deep question. I mean, my purpose is something that's constantly being revealed to me across time, but there are certainly key moments where my purpose has been very clear to me. And one of those key moments was, was fairly recently even. Um, I, I started to question everything. I was like, well, what is God? It's clearly so much bigger than, than I thought was possible. And it seems that every religion has a piece of it or every spiritual faith has some piece, like we all see in part, right? So I, I went and I explored all these different faiths and religions for about three years doing intense, intense activities and intense spiritual activities from like the Amazon jungle, from the native traditions, from the Sikh traditions, from yoga, from Buddhism, intense, like silent retreats, like really, really intense stuff to dig into my psyche and dig into my spirit. And then after that, in the last year or so, I just came to a place of rest where I didn't feel I needed to search for anything anymore. And I, I found a, I found a connection with God that was very deep and it was very much within me. And I could experience the, the will of God come naturally through my own body, through my own will. And it was really a beautiful connection. And I saw that my purpose in life was to look at worldviews as technologies and not look at them as, as true or false. Because it's not that simple. Like life isn't so simple that we can just say, yeah, that whole thing that somebody said is true or that whole thing that somebody said is false. And to just look at them as technologies. And the technology gets you from A to B. It gets you from like no hole in your wall to a hole in your wall, you know? It gets mm -hmm. you an end result. So I'm looking at what are the fruit? What are the fruit of the different trees? What are the fruit of the different spiritual trees that we all use? And ultimately, what are the fruit of our mindsets? So I'm passionate about bringing that to people, just get encouraging people to to create conversation and to listen to the value that our brothers and sisters on this earth are telling us instead of just saying, hey, no, that's wrong. It's from the devil or whatever. Okay. Is that what made you start your podcast? That's exactly right. Well, what's the name of your podcast? My podcast is called Behind the Grid, and we dive into people's worldviews, and we see like what people are believing and what the result of it is in their lives and also how it changed across time. And I always look at like, what are some things I can learn from people on my show? And man, I have everybody on my show. 
I have, uh, I even have a Scientologist who will be coming on soon. It was just really cool because I, I didn't know there could be open-minded Scientologists, but apparently right, there's a right. guy who doesn't take that that seriously. Who's like he gets truth from it, but he's not like super hung up in it. And I'm just really interested why he chose that. And so like I do this with all these cultures and all these religions. I just try to find out what is it that people love about the way that they've chosen to view the world. Now, have you ever came across someone that was like when you're interviewing, they became like adamant, like trying to flip you over into their belief? Yeah, you know what? I find that in every single spiritual faith, in every spiritual religion, in every single spiritual culture, there are those types of people that I would call more dogmatic people. I would say in the same traditions, you'll find people who are more open-minded and conversational. And, you know, even deeper, I think there's a part of all of us that are dogmatic and there's a part of all of us that are more um, open-minded and relaxed. And even in me, I, I had, you know, recently had a dogmatic belief that, dog, that dogmatic beliefs in general were bad. But mm-hmm. again, that's dogma too. So, right. I, I, can't, I can't do that. You was like being like, a hypocrite within your yeah, own. I was a hypocrite. <laughs> so I was like, damn, you know, there's a place for dogmatic people too. There's right. a place for everybody. So right. I haven't had people be aggressive on my show against me yet, but if it happens, I'll, I'll gladly take it from God as a learning opportunity. Right. There's nothing wrong in standing firm in your faith, but would you become so extra that's what i call just so extra about it to the point where you are mad and you ready to just get in somebody's face and and argue with them about it then you're not turning me on to your faith you're actually doing the exact opposite yeah yeah and there's a general spiritual principle that you intuitively picked up on there lily there's a spiritual principle of striving and when you when you strive after something it runs away from you and when you can relax it comes towards you. And if any if any of you guys who are listening have, have ever tried the dating game, you'll know that if you chase somebody too hard, they'll run. And if you can just chill out and keep your cool, they'll come to you. And that's general spiritual principle. <laughs> I'm, I'm so interested, Lillian. You call yourself a worldly church girl. And I'm sure your listeners know a bit about this. But to me, one of the things that really appealed to me about your show and your podcast in particular was that you seem to understand that polarity within you right away. I have gotten some nasty remarks about that name. Yeah, like, sure you will. Uh, it's, yeah, <laughs> on, well, I mean, on, like on Instagram, I would get inboxes like, you know, you need to take worldly off your name. And then when I break it down to them and explain it to them, either I get complete silence or they go, okay, I see what you're saying. And then they follow me and then they subscribe to the podcast. (laughs) And so, so, so it's like, you know, you shouldn't, people just shouldn't knock somebody just from the cover, just because of what they think or what, even what they've been taught. I mean, because every day you're going to learn something different if you're willing to just open up and listen. Yeah. I mean, that's not that does not tell you to drop your faith or drop your your belief. You may be adding on to it. Yeah. yeah. Because they're not even thinking that Jesus didn't fit in either. He didn't fit in with the church and he didn't fit in with the world. 
the church thought he was shouldn't have been hanging around with all the worldly people and the worldly people thought he shouldn't be hanging out with the church folks. He didn't fit in, but he did what he needed to do and what he was supposed to do. So That's right. Yeah, I feel like if Jesus were here today with us, he would not fit in either. I feel like there would be, you know, he, he went and he flipped over the tables in the Pharisees' temple. And I know that there's a lot of churches today that that are caught up in the in the materialism of the world and although there's nothing wrong with that like what i mean by the materialism here is i mean like this very stuck way of thinking this very like limited way of thinking like all that's possible is like the limited way that that i that i see things and when we get stuck in these sort of limited frameworks Jesus seemed like a really curious and explorative guy. Like he went and hung yeah. out with tax collectors, and he went and hung out. Maybe he hung out with the Pharisees too. He hung out with prostitutes and thieves. He just yes. went around and loved people where they're at, no matter what they believed. Yes, and it was to learn something from them, but at the same time teach them something. Yeah, but exactly. and but but, we, but the way he taught people was so slick. They wasn't ready for it, you know. It, it, he he had a way of speaking and a way of words that, and he would even throw their own laws at them to where they had nothing to say. Yeah, they 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 wasn't ready for him. They was like, we gotta do something about this dude. <laughs> yeah. If you're acting out like Jesus, then you can expect the same to happen to you, Ilian. You can expect that people are going to spit in your face. They're going to try to take you down. And that's a good thing. That's a sign that you are walking in the world the exact way that you are meant to be. You are being a proper worldly church girl. <laughs> well, Lord, don't let nobody spit on me because I'm going to swing. I'm no, no, you, you should, man. You should. Don't be weak. <laughs> that's that's where the world's gonna kick. I'm gonna I'm swing. <laughs> you're 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 certainly allowed to swing back. Like, I, if I remember, I, I don't remember if I if I saw this, if it was in the Bible or just in a Jesus movie. But I I have this vision of Jesus in my head, probably from some movie of him taking cords and like 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 going at it in the temple with cords. Like he was like kind of violent, to be honest. Well, I. I think I'm gonna have to look it up, but I think he did after he flipped the table. I think he did like beat them. Yeah, I think I think now, uh, and I'm like you. That might have been the movie I saw, and they threw that in there, and I just was like, so I had to look that up. But yeah, you, you're right. It so, says in Ecclesiastes, a time for everything, and I guess it was yes, time right. for that too. <laughs> right. Okay, it was time to throw down. It was time to throw some bows. It was time to fight. Because y'all are acting real dumb up in here. So, <laughs> I mean, it says anger and sin not. So, I could be mad. I just can't stand with it. So, <laughs> I'm going to have to ask the guy to forgive me if somebody spit on me. Because I'm going to I'm gonna lose it. I'm going to completely snap. Is it balance between <laughs> that and turn the other cheek? You got to figure out which one to do in each moment. <laughs> you know what? Steve Harvey said, if I turn the other cheek, you better not be there when I turn back around. <laughs> 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 so oh, that's man. my motto. <laughs> I like it, Lillian. <laughs> so um you have a new job, a new business, and a new company. Can you tell me all about that? Yeah, you know, part of my 
passion and part of my trip has been I've been in marketing initially. I've been learning how to be a, an ad professional, an advertising professional, and I just wasn't vibing with it. I was feeling like they were asking me to promote products that I just wasn't behind. I just wasn't passionate about. So eventually, when I did DMT and I was able to have a moment of clarity, I was just thinking, you know, I'm done with this. I don't want to promote Tylenol. I'm not a fan of it. It hurts people's livers. And there's so many other ways to deal with pain. And I was thinking, I don't really want to promote Air Canada just because I just don't, I'm not really passionate about that. I mean, someone else can, so good. So for me, I was really blessed when God gave me the opportunity to to work on natural products. And what happened is my mother, at the same time as, as I had just had this revelation, her business just started booming and she was selling essential oils. So I started like helping her and I've been with her company for five years, helping her promote the gifts of the gifts of God, plant medicine throughout the earth. And then after that, I even more recently had an opportunity to promote vibration technology. And I think that that is so special because not a lot of people know about it. Not a, a lot of people know about the power that vibration carries in our bodies. And when we're bombarded with all of these frequencies like EMFs around us, and they're all messed like the cell phones and the microwaves and the computers and the Wi-Fi, and they're all messing with our body. You need something that can teach your body how to vibrate properly again. Lillian, what's your favorite song? Oh, God. Actually, I can't say because of my podcast, because my last question is about everybody's favorite theme song. Oh, so, And I'm saving that for my 100th episode, so I can't say. Who can't but, say yours? But I can't say my favorite artist is Prince. Okay. So, so imagine this, Lillian, you're singing a Prince song, okay? Mm -hmm. But then a whole bunch of other songs come up. Like, let's say like a hundred other ones. Cause like how many, how many cell phones and Wi-Fi's and crazy shit are around us? So right. I don't mean to swear. That's um, all right. So how many, how many crazy things are, are going on around us? Well, there's, there's a lot. So imagine you're trying to sing your Prince song, but then your neighbor starts singing and your children start singing and all these songs come on, it's hard for you to sing the correct notes. So right. that's what's happening with your body. However, if you were to play a recording of that Prince song and you could sing along to that recording, you could tune into that recording, it'd be much easier for you to sing your song beautifully. Sure. So that's what these vibration technologies do that I've, I've gotten so excited about is I have these technologies that vibrate at the frequency 7.83 hertz which is the earth frequency which is the frequency that our nervous system is supposed to vibrate at so it gets pulled off of key you could say off tune by all these emfs in our environment but when you put on these frequency technologies your body tunes back into the proper frequency and man do you feel better there's you have more energy you you have more clarity of thinking you can sleep better like we've done strength tests and you could see before and after and we've, we've done live blood tests. You could actually see the effect in the blood. And it, man, it blows my mind. I thought it was a scam the first time I saw it. But after all the testing and <laughs> feeling it myself, I was like, wow, this this is mind blowing. So that's what I do. It's a essential vibes technology, essential vibes dot ca. So 
Okay, so how often does some does someone need to come in and have it done? Like, do yeah, the, um... you wear it. You, it's, it's a one and done. Thing. Oh, you, you buy it. You buy a cheap little bracelet, and you wear this thing on that's embedded with the frequency, and then that's it. It's it's a terrible business plan, honestly. It's 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 not. <laughs> it's like 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 modern pharma. That's a business. Like they're so sneaky. Those guys, they they um they don't want to. They don't want you to have a cure, you know. They they want to right. hook you on a medication you buy over and over and over and over again. This is not like that. This is a, a one time thing. You can put one on you, and then we rely on on hopefully people sharing it with their friends in order for our business to grow. <laughs> right. That is so funny. He's like, it's a terrible business plan, but we're doing it because <laughs> I believe in it, you know. <laughs> right. It's funny because we just got a new mattress and it, um, my husband bought me, uh, well us a new mattress, but it's a Tempur-Pedic mattress. It's the kind that left, you know, lifts up down and all that. And it also has massage things on there. When I tell you that is like the best sleep ever that, so I get the vibration thing. Cause I would have never thought that I could just go to sleep and, and, you know, and my body's just shaking the whole time, but best sleep you have, I've ever had. It's not the same thing as the bracelet, because that would be all day, but still. It would be all day, and you wouldn't notice it. It's not shaking. It's like very subtle vibrations. It's, it's for your nervous right. system. Yeah. Oh, I, well, I hope you're not just walking down the street shaking. Like, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you're like, ooh, they're sick. We need to admit them. Something's wrong with them. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. My, my my habits of language are, are not as, as Christian as these. Oh, yeah. no, no, Sorry no, no. Right. One of my best, 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 best friends is very fluent. So oh, I'm not even tripping. And I tell him all the time because he'll be like, my bad. I'm like, dude, why are you apologizing to me? Go for what you know. But we're just talking. My ears are fine. It's it, So that's one of those things where you throw up learning like not to swear, but there's a deeper truth there, you know, like, sure, don't swear, but why? And the reason why is because you don't want to, you don't want to be taking people you out with your words. No yeah. but it's okay to offend people once in a while, but you don't want to like, you don't want to intentionally be like harming people. You don't want to be like taking people right. down because you're angry and stuff. So you want to, you want to be getting to the deeper truth that goes beyond the, the the simple words that that we're taught when we're kids. You know, there's always a deeper right. level to it. I like you. <laughs> Thank you, Lillian. You're welcome. Okay, so how can people reach you? Uh, well, if you are an Instagram sort of person, then you can find me on Instagram at Chris Owl Official. And if you are the sort of person who likes websites and you want to listen to my podcast, you can go on my website. That's www.owlchris.com. And I have a web, I have a podcast there called Behind the Grid. And we've already talked about that. So you can check it out if you like. Cool. All right. You ready for the song with a question? Okay. Ready for your last question? Okay. If you could have any song be your theme song when you walked into a room, what would it be and why? Oh, man. Lillian, I'm going to give you the weirdest answer. Do no, you you're notice? not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to try my best. Do you, okay. know, do you know what a, uh, a solfeggio frequency is? I do not. Okay. So if, if anybody who is listening to this, a solfeggio frequency 
is like a healing vibration. And a lot of these solfeggio frequencies can be found in the book of Numbers uh, from the Bible. It's like these ancient frequencies that are really healing for our bodies. So what I would do is I would want to walk into a room and have this healing frequency like playing so that everybody would suddenly be flipped into a good vibration. I wouldn't have to deal with all the angry stuff that, <laughs> that people bring at me sometimes. <laughs> so you're just going to set everybody up. Whether I talk any good stuff or not, you're going to be like, I enjoyed him. <laughs> and don't even know why. <laughs> it's, it's that angelic hum in the background. That is hilarious. Well, you're, well, I guess you're number one right now. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to beat me on your hundredth episode. Oh, I will. I will. Okay. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Thank you so much. You were awesome. Thank you so much, Lily, and you too. I, I really appreciate you doing this. It's it's important work. Thank you, Chris, for being on my show. I really enjoyed you. I hope that we can all sit down and have an open discussion without confrontation, like we just did today. And if you would like to be on Worldly Church Girl, click the link below, shoot me an email, and let's see what we can do with this thing. And you still haven't subscribed? Why not? You know these shows are only getting better and better. Hit that subscribe button and never miss another show. And thanks again for joining your one and only Worldly Church Girl. <laughs>